for joining me today on this Daily Word. Today we're going to continue our study in Galatians. And we're going to be in Galatians 1 and verse number 6. It says, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Paul right here from the very beginning is going to get right down to the matter. This is, he's laying the foundation of what he's going to address in the whole book of Galatians. And he says, I'm amazed, I marvel that you are so removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. That word there, so soon removed, carries the idea of, or the word that's translated as that phrase carries the idea of being taken from one place to another place. They were secure and they were standing in the gospel of Christ. And, and somehow along the way, someone brought them to this other gospel. Okay. Now, uh, now this is very important. I just want to lay this out because uh, it, it, whenever we talk about uh, here, it says removed from him that called you from the grace of Christ. Another place is going to say fallen from grace. I want to say this, that does not mean they lost their salvation. What we're talking about is a distorted message that they have received. They've gone away from the truth and found their way into error. Okay. And so he says, I'm a marvel at this. I'm amazed. Now, what is the, and here he's comparing this, this phrase, who's called you into the grace of Christ into another gospel. So apparently the grace of Christ is the gospel. And then he says there's another gospel. And then verse 7 says, which is not another. So in other words, they're saying it, categorically, if you would, you have this is a gospel and this is a gospel. All right. And what he's saying is this other one is not another. In other words, it's not the gospel. It may fall in the same category. You can choose to believe one of these, but this other one is not the gospel. He says, but there are some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Now, the gospel of Jesus Christ is grace. It's given by God. He who has called you into this grace, given by God. And so he's making it very clear, whenever somebody's going to add to the gospel of the grace of Christ, it is another gospel. It is not the gospel. And, and that's what he's talking about. So whenever we put kind of some ritual, some activity, some sacrament, whatever we want to call it, we add that to the gospel of Christ, the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. We've perverted it. We've turned it into another gospel. In fact, the phrase there for perverting the gospel is kind of interesting. It's a, it's a compound word in the Greek, and, and it really means the first half means to change. And the other half means to turn. Now, when you and I got saved, we repented. Repentance towards God, faith toward Jesus Christ. We turned to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And now here it says that those that trouble you and pervert the gospel, here's what they're literally doing. They're having you turn from, repent of the true gospel. And no doubt that is very troubling. When there is a perverted gospel, it will trouble you. It will trouble others. It brings about confusion. God's not the author of confusion. It brings about many of these issues. And so, so uh, here's what these people are doing. They're troubling you. They're perverting the gospel. They're trying to put this other gospel. Now, specifically, we're going to talk about in, in, in coming uh, uh, devotions here, about this group called the Judaizers. And what they were doing is they were trying to impose the law on these uh, people who are saved by grace through faith. They've experienced the grace of God, and they're saying, that's all great and wonderful, but let's make sure you're doing this. Let's make sure you're doing this. Let's make sure you're doing this. And let me just say, the spirit of the Judaizers still abounds today in many churches. And, uh, and so here's a question I want to ask is, can a person be saved by a perverted gospel? 
Well, the true gospel is one of grace, and it's a, it's a gift from God. Uh, for by grace you save through faith, uh, not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And so it's a gift of God. Um, and so he's the one that saves us. Uh, now, many of us were saved under a perverted gospel. In other words, they weren't preaching the, the, the pure grace salvation message. Uh, Calvinism, Catholicism, Church of Christ. Uh, we, we can go, go down the list. Uh, Seventh-day Adventism. A lot of these groups, what are they doing? They're, 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 whether it be lordship salvation, whether it be sacraments, whether it be just aspects of the law, you have to be baptized, you have to do this, you have to go through confirmation, you have to go through the catechism, you have to go through uh, the Ten Commandments, you have to go through whatever it is, you have to honor the Sabbath. And then they, they put all these things on you. And now within there, there are those that are going to say, I see Christ. And I've put my faith and trust in him as that, that perfect uh, sacrifice, that propitiation for my sins. And, uh, and I'm trusting in him alone. And guess what? They receive the gospel. However, they're in a group that teaches a perverted gospel. So what's it going to do? It's going to trouble them. It's going to confuse them. And in ways, it's going to, it's going to draw them to even turn from the truth that they know. And uh, to that, that's what Paul's referring to. I marvel, this is amazing, why, that you would so quickly turn after you've experienced the grace of God. But when God graciously saves somebody in spite of a perverted gospel, it inevitably leads to a troubling faith experience. Uh, it turns into a burdensome religion. And by the way, that's what happens often when we don't rightly divide the word of truth. When we don't find out what's for us, what's for maybe a different per people group, different era, or what have you. And, we, and, and what we end up doing is we put undue burdens on ourselves because we've not rightly divided. And uh, so we need to be so careful with that. And so, so I want to challenge you. Make sure that you know the gospel. Make sure you know that you're saved for a Bible reason. What does the Bible say about it? Get solidified in that. And by the way, this, this is really true with all these doctrines, but, but the most important one is the doctrine of salvation. Um, there, are, there are all kinds of things. You know, Ephesians uh, 4 talks about that we be no more, no more children tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine at the, you know, the slight of men and their cunning craftiness and so forth. And we see that with a lot of people. They're tossed this way. Oh, that sounded good that sounded good. Listen, there are a lot of smooth-talking preachers. There are a lot of uh, YouTubers that have uh, uh, a very eloquent way of sharing their error, but make sure that you're rooting it in the scriptures. Let's come back to this because there are many that would pervert the gospel of Christ and cause people to turn to another gospel. By the way, the devil loves that. He loves when people are religious but miss the truth. And, uh, and so how do we fight for that? How do we stand against that? Sanctify them through thy, wor uh, thy truth. God, uh, Jesus prayed to the Father, thy word is truth. We make sure we get back to this book because there are many that would try to pervert the truth. And uh, so I appreciate you. I'm going to try to keep these short, but we're going to go through. Uh, there's going to be some theology and some, uh, and some devotion as we kind of go through these passages in Galatians. But I hope it will be a help to you, and I hope we uh, grow together on this journey. So appreciate you all, and we'll see you next time. God bless.